Welcome to the Fidget TV Network. This is Elder Newson. Uh, we want to welcome all of you as subscribers to our YouTube and Facebook social media channels. We just want to uh, extend our uh, thank you to each and every one of our listening audience. And we want to say to the people of God, please continue to follow us as we expound on the word of God on a weekly basis. Our air times are on Monday from 12 p.m. to 1 p.m. And on Wednesdays, we start at about 1 p.m. to 2 p.m. Please join us there weekly. On Friday, we have our prayer touch and agree hour. So if you have any prayer requests or any petitions that you'd like to have uh, connected or touch and agree with, please join us there. We hope to see you soon. So remember to subscribe and we hope to see you there. God bless you.
Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. This is your host, Elder Gregory Newsom, with the Faith in God Internet TV. God bless you on this wonderful Wednesday. We bring you greetings in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, who's ahead of our life, and to our honorable pastor, Bishop Dr. Ellis Murchison, Sr. of the Pentecostal Power Church, and to Lady Paulette Murchison, and to my own lovely wife, Missionary Janice Newsom, and to all of you today. Uh, we are warned. Uh, we are warranted by God to uh, share with you the gospel of Jesus Christ on today, which is uh, uh, very needful for the times that we're living in. And so we want to uh, request prayer uh, for those that are in need of prayer. Uh, let us continue uh, to pray for our sick among us, pray for those that are uh, in the hospitals, those behind prison walls, those in uh nursing homes and those that are homebound, let us continue to pray that the Lord will continue to save uh, sinners as well as souls uh, that desire to be saved. Uh, we're going to go before the Lord in prayer, and then we'll get our sidebar. Eternal God, our Savior, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord, for your blessing today. We glorify and lift up your name. We give you praise and thanks, O God, giving for all that you have done. We thank you, O God, each and every day for life, and that more abundantly, we thank you right now, Lord God, for, oh God, the precious gift of the Holy Ghost. And fathers, we pray, we intercede for the families of those that desire prayer. Oh God, in the name of Jesus, touch in a special way. Oh God, send healing, send deliverance, oh God, to the various families. Oh God, and oh God, those, oh God, that are yet sharing with us today, we ask you would touch them in a special way. Help us to decrease that your anointing may increase. And Father, we forever thank you. We give you all the glory, honor, and the praise, and we bless your holy name. These and other blessings we ask and pray in Jesus' name to the glory of God. Thank God. Amen and amen. Praise God. Uh, we want to uh, share with you in our sidebar, uh, as you know. In uh, our latest uh, things that are happening around us, uh, I don't like using the uh, political agenda, but we'll share that we know that uh, Donald Trump has shared uh, that he's going to run uh, in 2024. And so uh, that's another uh, thing that we shouldn't be surprised about. Uh, we also know that. Uh, there were two or people that were uh, lost their lives over in Poland due to a conflict with uh, Ukraine, Russia, and that particular situation. Uh, and we also know that even amongst believers that uh, we're in a time now where the truth uh, um, must be uh, shared in love. Uh, with all fellow believers. And so we got a lot of things going on around us. We know the midterm elections still are underway with, in terms of uh, the voting uh, count. And uh, we still have a split government. And so we are just admonished to pray and believe God for each and every believer. Praise God. Uh, just want to say also there was a campus shooting at UVA in Virginia, and then there was another uh, situation in Ohio, I'm hearing. So these are disturbing events that are happening around us. And so uh, I admonish us to 
uh, be prayerful, especially uh, those of us that got children that's in college. And if, even if you didn't have anybody in college, we are admonishing you uh, to stay prayerful and be prayerful in the times that we're living in. Now we want to get down to uh, drill down into this topic. We're going to drill down a little deeper today as we talk about uh, fully equipped. We're going to talk from the subject of fully equipped. We kind of touched on some things uh, earlier this week, and we uh, kind of hit the surface of some of those, but we didn't really drill down into those. And so we're going to drill down and try to get uh, uh, a deeper understanding as it relates to uh, the topic uh, fully equipped. All right. And so. Uh, one of the things that I want to look at is we want to go and read uh, a couple passages of scripture here, which is uh, uh, found in uh, Timothy, Second Timothy. Uh, well, no, we well we'll get that later. We'll we'll get Second Timothy later, but we want to go um, to Second Peter. Uh, we're going to go to second Peter, uh, one and three. Let's go to second Peter one and three. Okay. Yep. Second Peter chapter one, verse number three. I got a couple, um, fingers marking uh, several passages, so I'm running out of fingers. But we want to go to Second Peter um, uh, chapter 1 and uh, verse number 3. And so we're going to read it for your hearing. He says, um, According as his divine power had given unto us all things that pertained unto life, and godliness according as his divine power have given unto us all things uh, pertaining to life and godliness okay so we're going to take a look at that uh, according to his divine power that has given us all things that pertain to to life godliness. All right. So I want you to take a look at that scripture as we go to first uh, Peter. We're going to put the scripture on the screen for you this time. We're going to go to first Peter um, uh, two and nine. Now we can go to first Peter. Two and nine. That's where we want to um, start our reading here. And uh, let's just uh, take a look here. First Peter, two and nine. All right. He says, but ye are a chosen generation, a raw priesthood, and holy nation, a peculiar people, 
that should show forth the praise of him who had called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. That in itself is enough for us to give God glory and give him praise. Uh, he says, which in time past were not a people, uh, as a reference to Gentile nation, Gentile people. Uh, we were not uh, a people, but now uh, the people of God, which had uh, not obtained mercy, have now, but now have obtained mercy. So now we have received what we weren't able to receive before. And so we're uh, ever so thankful that uh, God has equipped us uh, with his divine power, uh, which uh, allows us to uh, have the things that pertain into life and to godliness. And so uh, uh, his divine power has granted us these things. And since we have his divine power, uh, he has uh, given us all things that pertain uh, unto life and godliness. And so people uh, nowadays, um, or the world we live in is very, very resistant to the word uh, godliness, righteousness, uh, holiness, uh, you know, a moral uh, uh, standards. Uh, they, they, uh, they're very resistant or anti um uh, anti-God, so to speak. And we have to uh, know what it means as believers to be fully equipped. And we're going to go to uh, uh, the gospel here. We're going to go to Matthew chapter four. We're going to go to Matthew chapter four. I want to show you something as it relates uh, uh, to uh, uh, godliness. We're gonna um, we're gonna uh, go to Matthew chapter four. And this is what we want to inform every believer to understand that um, it is not a sin to be tempted. It says, then was Jesus led up of the spirit into the wilderness to be tempted? of the devil. We all are going to be confronted at some point uh, with evil spirits uh, or uh, ungodliness. And when he had fasted 40 days, Jesus had fasted 40 days and 40 nights. And after uh, he was afterwards and hungered, so after he came off his fast, those of us that we go on our 40-day fast or 20-day fast, 10-day fast, 3-day fast, whatever you want to, however long you fast, when you get off of it, here comes the devil. All right? I want you to understand this. Hmm? And uh, when Jesus was finished fasting, and we're going to talk about fully equipped today, 
And when uh, the tempter came to him, he said, if thou be the son of God, command that these stones be made bread. Praise God. Hmm? First thing he tried to do is, is to get God to do something contrary uh, to the will of God. And that's the enemy's job. Uh, to those of us that uh, desire to be fully equipped and be fully uh, filled with uh, God's divine power and virtue, hmm? is he wants to get you off of uh, your spiritual stance in God. But he answered and said, it is written, uh, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. It's very important that we understand to be fully equipped, we need the word. Hmm? Uh, we need the word of God to be fully equipped for the advancement and the attacks that the enemy wants to bring upon fellow believers. Hmm? I know we shouted good. I know you preached good. I know you ran good. I know you danced. Oh, glory be to God. Hmm? I know you danced. Hmm? Until heaven got the news. But Jesus says here, when uh, the enemy came to advance his agenda, he said, but it is written. Hmm? He says, and it is written. Hmm? He said to him, he answered and said, it is written. Man shall, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. It's very important. If we are to be fully equipped, it's going to take God's word. Hmm? If we're going to stand hmm, against the wiles, the schemes of the devil, that's what wiles means, scheme. It's going to take the word. Hmm? And we're going to have to have it down within us as people of God. Hmm? David, he said, thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. And do you know, after Jesus gave him the word, he didn't stop trying? Hmm? This is why you have to be fully equipped. Hmm? Because the enemy know the word too. And so we have to be fully equipped uh, to the degree that we can uh, be steadfast in what we know concerning God's word and not be moved on the advancement or on what the tempter comes to bring to move us. Hmm? The enemy is going to come. Um, he's going to see if you're fully equipped. Hmm? And what I what I like to look at as I look at this word fully equipped, you know, it deals with um, to be fully uh, prepared 
on a spiritual level. Now, none of us uh, can do anything without God as it relates to uh, the advancement of uh, the forces of darkness and all of these other things that come against believers. Now, I'm going to go back to Ephesians chapter 6 and let you see something because we're up against something. You know, I'm going to go back to Ephesians 6 and I'm going to go through a list of things and I want you to see, um, I want you to see very clearly that we're up against something. And uh, it's very important that we uh, take note as we go through the list of these. Hmm? And some people think it's just, uh, you know, it's just a thing to haphazardly look at. But I want to show you what's working in these last days. Because, uh, we thank God for um, our pastor doing a very, very good job uh, teaching the Bible class on last night. And he was kind of hitting some of the um, major vital points, the, the, the main vein, I'd like to say the main arteries of Demi's job is to try to deceive uh, the people of God. But we want to we wanna talk about this fully equipped. Because if we're fully equipped, we'll be able to see and thwart these attacks of these uh, deceptive moves that the enemy try to ensnare the people of God with. But Paul says here to the Ephesus church here, take note, he says, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. He didn't say be powerful you know, in your dancing and in your shouting. But he did say, be strong in the Lord. Now, how do you be strong in the Lord without the word? Hmm? There is no strength. <laughs> oh, glory be to God. Hmm? There is no strength without the word and the Holy Spirit. Because, oh, glory be to God. They can be interchangeable and one of the same. And so, in order for the apostles or the saints in the upper room to receive the Holy Spirit, they had to obey God's word. So you can't separate God's word from who God is and his obedience. Because John 1 and 1 said, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. The same was in the beginning. I don't want to get into no theological stuff, but we all know John 1 and 1. So you can't separate God from his word. Praise God. So to be fully equipped, we got to be strong in the Lord. That means the knowledge of God's word hmm? and his Holy Spirit. Hmm? Look at this. Be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. And then he goes on farther, and we talked about these armors put on uh, the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the schemes, hmm? against the deceptions of the devil. Hmm? <laughs> Fully equipped. So to have the whole armor on, we must have the knowledge of God. 
Hosea 4 and 6 said, my people are destroyed for the lack of knowledge. Hmm? And it's not because uh, knowledge was not provided or given, but they rejected the knowledge of God, the knowledge that was given. So they were destroyed because they weren't wise enough to accept the knowledge hmm? that God was sharing with them and providing to them through the prophets. Hmm? Now, let's take a look here. That you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. We must understand that the enemy is very, very cunning, crafty, and he's been at this a long time. Hmm? He goes a little bit farther in verse 12 and says, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood. Let me break it down for a minute here. We're not wrestling against flesh and blood. I know you looking at their flesh and you looking at what they saying and what they doing. These spirits are in people, got people acting crazy. Hmm? I'm just, I'm, I'm giving it to you straight. You may not realize it and recognize it, but these are spirits that are acting out in people that have not been prayerfully, uh, oh, glory be to God, uh, prayerfully and humbly obedient to God's word. Hmm? And anytime we uh, uh, do not fully understand the forces we're working up against, we are candidates. We're primary candidates for deception, praise God. Hmm? When you don't know your enemy, you're a primary candidate for deception. And Jesus says, no man build a house without first counting up the cost. No man go to war without counting up the cost. Hmm? Now, let's take a look here. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood. Hmm? This is the first thing we look at. The first thing we see when we look at people, we see flesh and blood. Hmm? But I'm trying to encourage you and enlighten you to understand in order to be fully equipped, we got to be more prayerful as saints of God and as people of God. We got to be more prayerful hmm? and study our word. Hmm? humble ourselves and be more prayerfully subject to God's Holy Spirit that we might have the discernment that God wants to reveal to us through his word. Hmm? That we're wrestling against principalities, powers, against rulers of darkness of this world and against spiritual wickedness in high places. And my question to be, if you're fully equipped, you'll be able to see it. Hmm? It's, you'll be able to identify it. And this is one of the first things that they teach us uh, or that they taught us when we went to school, when we go to when we went to college, you know, they taught us problem solving. And the first way to resolve a problem is you gotta identify it. Hmm? You can't solve the problem if you can't identify. Oh, glory be to God. Whether it's math, whether I mean whether it's subtraction, addition, multiplication, or division, you got to first 
know all the proper order of operation. Praise be to God. I got to get out of here. I know. I know I'm messing up. But you got to first know the order of operation. And so do we, as we drill down into this topic, fully equipped, you got to first be able to discern what spirit is working, praise God. Hmm? All glory be to God. Now, let's go a little bit farther. I want to go a little bit farther to show you something. He said we're wrestling against rulers of darkness. Hmm? You mean to tell me they rulers of darkness of this world? And against spiritual wickedness in high places. Hmm? I know. We can't see wickedness in high places, but you know what? There is wickedness in high places because the scripture points at it and it gives it, uh, he discloses it here to the Ephesus church. So they wouldn't uh, <clears throat> be ignorant concerning the devil devices. Now look at this. He didn't just reveal it to them, but then he gives them uh more detail wherefore take unto you the whole armor of god that you may be able to withstand in the evil day who don't understand that uh we're in the evil day today we in an evil day today we in a day where uh yo yo stuff is you not safe in the world we live in today and the safest place in the whole wide world is in the will of God. Praise God. Be encouraged. Look at this. He said, wherefore take unto you the whole armor. I know that you did a fantastic job breaking down these armors. But I want to deal with the fully equipped because we have all of this these tools and all of this armor accessible to us. Hmm? But we get caught as believers. We get caught. Oh, glory be to God. We get caught not putting it on. Just like you get in the car. Let me let me break it down to you. Since you may, may have a thought in mind that I don't know what I'm talking about. Some of us, we get in our automobiles and we hear that little light binging, bing, 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 put on your seatbelt. But all of us don't put the seatbelt on. Praise the Lord. And so this is where I'm going with this. We don't always do what we know we should do. Praise the Lord. That includes me. Sometimes I get in the car and don't put the seatbelt on right away. Hmm? But, uh, you know, now that I'm becoming more and more aware of there's more and more reckless drivers. There's more and more people out on the roads that don't have driver's license. They don't have registration. Some of them just out there <laughs> don't have no type of nothing and will run into you and kill you. Hmm? Now, I, I want to make this point. I'm at my own risk. I'm at my own risk if I don't put that seatbelt on. Praise the Lord. I, I know some of you going to beg to differ with me, but I'm letting you know you at your own risk <laughs> if you don't have the armor of God on. Praise the Lord. Hmm? 
Ain't no sense in you complaining. Ain't no, oh, ain't no sense in us going through no changes if we know to be fully equipped and we're not fully equipped. Let me give you an example. Not only not putting the seatbelt on, but look at this. He says that you may be able to stand in the evil day. We are in an evil time. Praise the Lord. And having done all the stand, he tells them to stand. Praise God. Now, how are we going to stand hmm? if we don't have the equipment, if we're not properly equipped? Hmm? You have to be properly equipped to be able to stand. Hmm? Now, uh, let me read something for you. I just I just want to read something for you so you can kind of understand uh, uh, where we're going. Uh, if you're going to battle, you need to be armed. Hmm? And if we're going to fight uh, in the strength of the church, you need the Holy Ghost. Hmm? And we're in a time now where people are trying to fight and they don't have the Holy Ghost. Hmm? Oh, glory be to God. We're in a pitiful time now. Hmm? We're in a pitiful time. And the biggest problem that we can identify in the church is people simply just don't have the Holy Ghost. Hmm? I'm not ashamed to say it. The bottom line is they simply just don't have the power of the Holy Ghost. Because when you have the power of the Holy Ghost, oh, glory be to God, it'll help you put on what's needed. It'll let you know um, how we need to stand. And it's a bad time now. We're in a bad time. We're in a bad place in our walk uh, on this Christian journey because there's so many people that are uh, operating uh, with uh, talents and gifts, but they're not gifts of the Spirit. Praise the Lord. Hmm? They were born with these talents and gifts. But gifts of the Spirit, all oh, glory be to God. Gifts of the Spirit, all oh, glory be to God, don't need validation. Praise the Lord. Glory be to God. Hmm? The prophets in the back, the prophets back in the day, they prophesied whether you, oh, whether you liked them or not. They prophesied whether they were embraced or not, whether they were accepted or not. They did what God required them to do because they were called and sent by God. Praise God. Hmm? Oh, let me get out of here. I got to go. They were fully equipped by God. Hmm? A lot of them said they a lot of them said they weren't ready. But God, even Jeremiah, he said, I knew thee. He said, before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee. God prepared them. Even Isaiah, he prepared them and got them ready. Hmm? Now let's take a look here. Fully equipped. Having done all the stand, he says, stand. How are we gonna stand if we don't have the Holy Ghost? Hmm? When pressure comes. Hmm? When this spiritual fight come and get brought to our doorstep, hmm? we're going we're gonna to need uh, power that comes from God. And we read in uh, uh, 2 Peter 1 and 3 that uh, 
God has given us everything we need that pertain to life and godliness. So the Holy Spirit supplies everything you need that pertain to life and godliness. If you don't have the Holy Ghost, you don't have what pertain to life and godliness. That's now I, I know I'm going a little bit, it's a little stretch here, but when you don't have the Holy Ghost, you don't have everything that pertain to life and godliness. Hmm? Because the for the uh, Romans 14 and 17 said, For the kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but it's righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. Hmm? We do not lose our joy because we face opposition. Hmm? We don't lose our enthusiasm for God because the world don't love us. I'm trying to encourage somebody today to be fully equipped. Because when we're fully equipped, Jesus said, I send you out as sheep in the midst of wolves. Look at this. We must realize uh, Satan has control over his demons. Hmm? I'm going to share that with you. Satan has control over his demons. Hmm? And they are they are real demons. And we that are Christians, that are saints, that are believers, huh? Uh, must stand so that the adversary does not defeat us in the things of God. Hmm? Some people, you know, uh, don't realize the importance of their Christian stand. Hmm? And it's become more evident and more important now than it's ever been for you to remain safe, remain a light, remain a person of character, huh? remain a person of honesty and integrity in these last days. Hmm? Because people are being turned out and turned aside. Hmm? And he says in the scripture plainly that we be no more children tossed to and fro by every wind of doctrine, by the slate of men and cunning craftiness, whereby they lie and wait to deceive. The devil is just waiting on whoever else that's weak-minded and don't walk in the scriptures to deceive you into thinking you can remain strong staying outside of the things of God. We cannot remain strong staying out of the things of God, staying out of prayer, staying out of reading your Bible, staying out of, you know, Sunday school, staying out of all the spiritual uh, uh, aspects that will pertain to life and godliness. But we know this on a natural viewpoint that if you would take um, a fish out of water, he'll flap for a little while and he'll flap and he'll flap. And next thing you know, 
the next thing you know, his tail will be barely moving. And then next thing you know, his gills just moving. Hmm? And then before you know it, he's done. I want to let you know, uh, those of us that believe in Christ and belongs to God and belong in the church and that are in the church, hmm? the enemy will do everything and anything to turn us away from God back to sin. Hmm? He doesn't care how he does it. Hmm? Let me give you an example. We are saints that have struggles and the struggle going to remain till Jesus come back for the church. Hmm? Because uh, Satan is constantly battling against all that's called of God. Hmm? And God has given us his Holy Spirit hmm? on the inside of us hmm? to help us in times of discouragement. I want to let you know, Paul was at a time of discouragement. And we too, as Christians, we face discouragement. Hmm? Uh, undiscouraged. Paul was undiscouraged and undefeated, even though uh, his situation may have looked discouraging. He was undiscouraged and undefeated because he knew his purpose. Praise the Lord. And this is why I say fully equipped. When we're fully equipped, we'll know our purpose. And the scripture says in uh, Peter 4 and 1, for as much then as Christ is suffered in the flesh for us, arm yourself likewise with the same mind for he that has suffered in the flesh has ceased from sin. It is important. It is imperative that we pray all the time. We need to pray constant, whether it be brief prayer, short prayer, and we must be habitual in our prayer responses to God. Hmm? We must pray. The Bible says men ought to always pray and not to faint. This is how we become fully equipped. Huh? And we must make sure that our life is set in order around the things of God. Hmm? What you feed is what's going to grow. Uh, our desires and the teachings huh, must continually be incorporated in our life. Bible study, reading the Bible, deep study, prayer, searching the scriptures. Hmm? St. John 5 and 39, to be fully equipped. He says, search the scripture. For in them you think you have eternal life, for they are they which testify of me. We must search these scriptures. Praise God to be fully equipped and to be able to advance God's army. Praise God. He said, teach faithful men that they may teach others also. These are ways that we can be fully equipped. Oh, glory be to God and be set hmm, for the advancement of the kingdom of God and not always tuck tail hmm, and be crying about what the devil is doing. Hmm? Look at this. Uh, 
You don't have to uh, isolate yourself from everybody. Hmm? But you can work prayer in your life every day while you're interacting with others. Hmm? You can see a circumstance on the job. You can see a circumstance in your community. You can see a circumstance in the grocery store. And you can just, you know, encourage other people that you see going through things and say, you know what? Is it okay that I pray with you? Praise God. Hmm? It's very important that we be fully equipped because we never know who we're going to come across that needs hmm? your prayer, needs your encouragement. Hmm? They just a prayer away hmm? from receiving what God would have for them that pertain to life and godliness. And you might be that person. You might be that spiritual advisor, that encouragement to the individual that was getting ready to give up and give up, commit suicide, huh? Give up on life. And you might just be that little encouragement hmm? that caused them hmm? to search after God. Praise God. Just through your life, just through you holding on to integrity, integrity and to character hmm? and to godliness. Hmm? Look at this. You can have a prayer life hmm, that will influence those that are around you. Hmm? Praise God. If you would pray more on the job, people that's around you will be drawn to prayer. Praise God. They may not, they may not know how to pray, but you know what? They'll say, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna come in the cafeteria. I see her in the cafeteria praying every morning before she go to work. I'm gonna come in there and I'm gonna just stand around like I'm gonna buy a soda or something. I'm gonna get me some of that prayer. Praise God. Hmm? We can be influencers. Praise God when we equip like God wants us to be. Hmm? And Paul. He was undiscouraged. He was undefeated. Let me explain. Paul wrote letters of encouragement to the saints while he was going through something. Hmm? Paul, uh, he didn't ask the Ephesians to pray that his chains would be removed. Hmm? Paul's in bonds when he wrote this letter, but he didn't write the letter asking that the chains would be re removed from him. But despite the chains about his feet and about his hands, he used his vessel to write letters to encourage saints to be strong in the law and the power of his might. Hmm? He wrote letters to them, and he instead, let me read the scripture. Let, let's go down here and read it. Let's go to Ephesians. Uh, let me show you what Paul did. Paul says here, let's go to Ephesians. Uh, uh, six and uh, let's go to uh, 18. Let's skip down to 18. Let's let me let you let me let you let me read it to you. What uh, let me let you read what Paul exemplified in his time of going through. Be encouraged, saints. Look, I'm encouraging you no matter what you're going through. Uh, stay fully equipped, stay fully armed. Hmm? in the things of God. Hmm? 
Let's don't get caught. And, uh, you know, not just because we can quote every scripture, that doesn't make us fully equipped. But when we are obedient and subject to those that's over us and to the word of God itself and to the Lord Jesus Christ, hmm? now we're actually uh, uh, applying the word of God to our lives hmm? and not just being, you know, Bible thumpers. Praise the Lord. It's more to just being a Bible thumper, but be a doer of the word. Look at this. Ephesians 6 and 18 says, Praying always. Notice he used the point of praying always that we touched on. With all prayer and supplication in the spirit. Notice he says in the spirit. If you don't have the Holy Ghost, you can't pray in the spirit. He says praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit and watching there until with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. He says, and for me, now Paul was bound. He says, and for me, that the utterance may be given unto me, that I may open my mouth boldly. Hmm? You would think him being bound in chains would shut him up. Hmm? And some of us in our trials and our tests, we should be more bold and more voicefully spoken and heard than to sit down and sulk in what we're going through. Hmm? He says that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mysteries of the gospel. Hmm? Paul was wanting to encourage somebody else while he was going through something. Look at this. For which I am the and an ambassador in bonds. He said, I'm in bonds right now. Praise God, that therein I may speak boldly as I ought to speak. Praise be the name of God. Paul still had in mind that others would be equipped as he was. And when we're fully equipped, we want any and everybody else that want this gospel of Jesus Christ to be equipped. Hmm? I don't only want to be the one to know where know the scripture and have knowledge. Oh, glory be to God, the knowledge and the utterance of God and have what pertain to life and godliness. But we want all men's lives to be saved. Praise God. Hmm? And look at this. He wanted to speak boldly in spite of his circumstance and do God's will. Hmm? We should pray that God would accomplish his plan through us. Wherever we are. Hmm? Knowing God's eternal purpose for us helps us through difficult times. And we can see Paul was going through a difficult time and God equipped him to go through the thing that he was going through. Now, I'm going to get one more scripture. Let's go to Matthew 16 and 18. I want to show you something here in Matthew 16 and 18. We're going to go there, Matthew 16 and 18. Uh, I'm in the wrong scripture here. Matthew 16 and 18. Matthew 16 and 18. He says, I say unto thee, thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. You all see that? 
says to Peter here, uh, all right, Peter, and upon this rock, I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. And he says to Peter here, and I will give unto thee the keys of the kingdom of heaven. And whatsoever thou shalt bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. And whatsoever thou shalt loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Hmm? That's very important. He let Peter know that you're going to be fully equipped hmm? to get the job done. And I won't let you know, saints, God has equipped you. God has saved you. He has sanctified you. He has put his Holy Spirit on the inside of us hmm? that we can do all things and have all things that pertain to life and godliness. I have one more scripture, and we're going to get out of your way here. Uh, I'm going to go to Colossians 4. Uh, Go to Colossians 4 and 1 through 4. He says, Master, give unto your servants that which is just, uh, equal, that uh, ye also have masters in heaven. He's talking about those that work uh, for uh, those that are in authority over those who work as servants under those masters. And he tells them that are servants. Uh, to continue in prayer, watch in the same with thanksgiving. And he says, with all praying for us, that God will open unto us a door of utterance uh, to speak the mysteries of Christ, which I am also in bonds. He was in bonds there. Hmm? And he says that I may make it manifest as I ought to speak. And so I want to let you know, when you're fully equipped by God, God will make everything that you need to share uh, with others that are like believers, he will make it known through the utterance of the Holy Ghost. It's very important that we uh, uh, take note to these scriptures uh, wanted to get First Timothy four and eight. I'm gonna go back and get that real quick if I can, because I think we got a couple minutes here. I want to get all the scriptures I had connected to this uh, fully equipped First Timothy four and eight. I want to get that also. Uh, he says, "For bodily exercise profit little, but godliness is profitable unto all things, having the promise of life that is now." that now is and that which is to come. And so uh, we must uh, be fully equipped. We must be fully equipped because God is coming back um, for a church without spot, blemish, wrinkle, or any such thing. So it's very, very imperative and important that we as believers uh, possess all the things that pertain to life and godliness because if we're going to be God's witness, we must be able to share the good news, the gospel of Jesus Christ um, with others and that they may come in and uh, sup with God. It's very important uh, that we uh, stay busy, uh, continue to work and labor 
in God's vineyard. I want to uh, read verse number four. He says, whereby, whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises that by these you might be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. Hmm? He says, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. We're in the world, but we are not of the world. Hmm? And I want to encourage you, saints, to keep uh, standing for Jesus. Uh, uh, stay prayerful. Stay watchful. Uh, pay attention to uh, some of these things that are happening around you, uh, not only in the world, but pay attention to the things that are happening around you in your spiritual environment. Because these are things uh, that we really should be watchful of. I know people watching Israel and Russia and all these other things that are happening around us, but we have to realize <clears throat> Satan is a deceiver and he deceived Adam and Eve right in the same garden that they stood in. Hmm? And so we must watch for deception right among uh, the believers and the churches that we're in, the ministries that we're in. We must be watchful uh, of deception. Hmm? We must be very, very careful because the enemy is cunning and he's crafty and he's waiting to deceive. And so we need to uh, sharpen our discernment. We need to make sure we got the armor on. Hmm? But we don't want to make the mistake of knowing all the pieces of armor, knowing where they go, hmm? knowing how they put how to put them on properly, hmm? and do one drastic mistake. It's a real terrible thing to know you need your seatbelt on. But you get in the car and you don't put it on. And the next thing happen is you wind up in an accident. And I want to let you know that once you are confronted with the attack or once you're in the accident, hmm, if you put the seabed on after the accident has occurred, what benefit is it? Hmm? I'm going to ask you, hmm? what, what good is that to put on your seatbelt after you didn't have the crash? Hmm? The car ain't no more good. Hmm? And certainly, if the car is not moving and inoperable, the seatbelt don't serve any more purpose, praise God. Hmm? But the seatbelt serves a purpose that you should be uh, on guard and protected by that seatbelt when that car is in motion, when that vehicle is in motion, is when that seatbelt is at its optimal uh, uh, primary good. Hmm? And so we as believers, we're in this time of deception and we are to be fully equipped in the things of God because we know that the attack is constantly uh, taking place in various places. 
and we don't know when the attack is coming, just like we don't know when we're going to get in a car accident, but we put that seatbelt on anyway. And so these are the faithful words of Elder Newsom, uh, just as a, a word of encouragement, just a word of inspiration, as a word of, uh, of, uh, of uh, acknowledgement to you. Uh, I would say a word of exhortation, just to let you know, uh, since you are fully equipped, and we have the armor on, we have all the things that we need that pertain to life and godliness. Let's keep walking these things. Praise God. Hmm? Because they they do God no service and they do uh, um, uh, the thing that God has performed in us. God gets no glory hmm? out of a vessel that's not ready. Hmm? And I want to let you know, he says... Uh, in this final scripture that I want to read, uh, I want to read this final scripture as we close out here. He says here, <clears throat> Nevertheless, the foundation of God stand assured, having this seal, the Lord knoweth them that are his, and let everyone that nameth the name of Christ depart from iniquity. Verse number 20, But in a house, they're not only vessels of gold and of silver, but also of wood and of earth, some to honor and some to dishonor. Hmm? If a man purge himself from these, he shall be a vessel unto honor, sanctified and meet for the master's use. Don't we want to be meet for the master's use? To be fully equipped is to be meet for the master's use and prepared unto every good work. Hmm? So if we're meet for the master's use and we're prepared for every good work, hmm, we must realize hmm, that we must be prepared for the battle. Praise God. And so these are the faithful words of Elder Newsom. I want to say, God bless you. Prepare yourself uh, for the battle because God has already uh, given us everything that we need that pertain to life and godliness. And we need not to take these things for granted. Uh, as I said before, we never know uh, what's coming next. Hmm? We know we're in perilous times where men will be lovers of their own selves. They're going to be uh, a lot of things happening. Hmm? People going to have a form of godliness, but deny the power thereof. We're going to have a lot of things that are going to happen. Hmm? But we must be steadfast. We must be unmovable. And we must continue on in the work of God. And so these are the faithful words of Elder Newsom. I hope that we said something as we drill down into this. Hmm? As we drill down into this fully equipped. Hmm? To be fully equipped is to have everything that pertains to life and godliness. And as I close out today, I want to leave this with you. Um, I know you've been in somebody's ministry. You've been in somebody's church. But I'm going to look your camera in the eye, look, look you uh, in the camera, and look you square in the face and ask you, do you have the Holy Ghost? Because if you're sitting in a church, you're sitting in a ministry, and you know you don't have the Holy Ghost, hmm? you need the Holy Ghost. Hmm? There's, there's no way 
that you can uh, be fully equipped without the Holy Spirit. Hmm? David said, whatever you do, don't take your Holy Spirit, Lord. So you need God's Holy Spirit. Don't let nobody uh, teach you, trick you into thinking that you can be in a church and don't need God's Holy Spirit. Acts 2 and 39 says, for the promises unto you and to your children and to all that are far off, even as many as the Lord God shall call. If you're sitting in a ministry and you don't have the Holy Ghost, you need the Holy Ghost. I don't, I don't, I don't advise you to leave this earth, leave this life without the Holy Ghost. Hmm? If you hadn't repented and you need to repent of your sins, you must believe, repent, and be baptized in water in Jesus' name. I know. I know it sounds like it's redundance and we know we're 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 always beating that on the bandwagon, but there is no way to God except being baptized in Jesus' name. There's one way. Hmm? And Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Don't there's many ways you can go to Chicago, but there's only one way to God, and that's baptized in Jesus' name. Praise God. So I want to let you know you need the water and the spirit, praise God, but it's got to be in Jesus name. And so if you have not repented of your sins and been baptized in water in Jesus name for the remission of your sins, I am encouraging, encouraging you. I'm encouraging you. I am pleading with you. I'm asking you to get baptized in water in Jesus name and you tarry on the altar and the Lord will fill you with the Holy Ghost. Can't nobody give you the Holy Ghost. Hmm? God left that in his own power and his own authority to grant the Holy Ghost to you. Hmm? And the only thing you got to do is believe on him as the scripture has said, and out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. These are the faithful words of Elder Newsom. Just want to encourage you, let you know that you need to be fully equipped. Hmm? Ain't no sense in you thinking because you can quote scriptures because you know scripture. Huh? That don't mean nothing. And you, that don't mean a hill of beans if you don't have the Holy Ghost. He told Nicodemus, marvel not. Hmm? You must be born again of the water and of the spirit. And so I want to let you know you need the Holy Ghost. You know, saying you sitting there knowing you ain't spoken tongue. And some of you that didn't receive the Holy Ghost need it again. Praise God. Hmm? I'm constantly asking the Lord to do it again for Brother Newsom. Because I don't want pride to slip in thinking I got some and, and I don't have it. Praise God. Look at Matthew 24. There was five. Look at Matthew 24 and 25. There were five wise. There was the virgins. There were five wise and five foolish. Praise God. Hmm? And if I were you, I'd be wise. Make sure. Be very sure that your anchor holds and grip that solid rock. Praise God. All right. We Hey, we can play a lot of things. We can play a lot of games, and we can go to a lot of games and play with a lot of things. But when it comes down to the soul business, we don't want to be playing around with your soul, praise God. So we're giving you the truth and love, and we love you with the love of the Lord. These are the faithful words of Elder Newsom with faith in God in that TV. Uh, we want to let you know that um, it will be, I believe, prayer on Thursday at our church and uh, Bible class at seven. Uh, I believe the women are in charge. Uh, the women work department is uh, in charge 
of that particular service. And so we ask that you would come out and join us in that. Uh, we do have our annual brotherhood that's coming up uh, in uh, December. So we'll put that on the screen. Um, yep, we have our annual brotherhood that's coming up. Uh, and we ask that you would come and support us in that particular service. It's on December 9th at 7 o'clock on that Friday, and then on Sunday at a D on December 11th at 4 p.m. So we ask that you would join us in that service. And also remember uh, that District Elder Raymond Johnson is having the uh, family and friend service. So he's having the family and friend service. So we ask that you would uh, uh, come and be a part of that. Uh, particular service this Sunday at 4 p.m. at the New Mount Olive Church, uh, where District Elder Raymond Johnson is the pastor. Uh, we definitely um, want to continue to uh, stay prayerful and watchful as we know uh, that we are in the last days. Don't leave anything in your cars as you go out uh, and uh, uh, get different things for uh, your own person. Uh, saints, be careful, uh, especially. Uh, 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 each and every believer, be careful when you're going to your car and it's dark, it's getting dark early now. So uh, be careful, be watchful, all right? And stay prayerful, all right? God bless you in Jesus' name and we love you with the love of the Lord. Uh, keep praying for us. We will probably uh, be on Briefly Friday in the Touch and Agree Prayer Hour. So please join us on Friday at 12 noon. We're gonna be... Uh, and our touch and agree prior. We'll be praying that whole hour, but we're going to just go on the broadcast to uh, um, connect with those that may want to come on and uh, touch and agree with us. And so um, we do need support in that endeavor. So please, if you're free on Friday at 12 noon and you want to uh, quickly touch and agree with us in prayer, you may not be able to do it for the whole duration. Uh, we will uh, hopefully uh, be on to touch and agree at that time. And so please join us there that we may uh, pray uh, to our uh, Heavenly Father for the different things and the various things that's needed in the kingdom of God and the body of Christ. All right, with no further ado, uh, God bless you in Jesus' name.